You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. What's going on, everybody? New episode of First and Foxboro. I'm your host, Kyrie Thompson. Make sure you're downloading, subscribing, listening, streaming on the free Odyssey app and wherever you get your podcasts. Super Bowl week is upon us. It's been upon us. Kansas City versus the Philadelphia Eagles in just a couple of days now. We'll get to them. Don't worry. We're lining up a fun Super Bowl preview with you tomorrow with Danny Parkins of First in Pod and 670 The Score. But that's not all that's happening down in Arizona right now. It's Super Bowl Media Week, which means people from around the league are just down there mingling and talking about their team's general state of the NFL, just a giant melting pot of information and fun stories and conversation about what's going to happen with your New England Patriots. And hey, Roger Goodell thinks the officiating is better than it's ever been. Don't worry, y'all. It's great. Wonderful. And one interesting topic that came down the wire this week was friend of the show, Tom E. Curran of NBC Sports Boston had a little sit-down with ex-Falcons GM Thomas Dimitrov to ask a question that we at WEEI have been asking ourselves since before the 2022 season began, really. Will the Patriots look to sign Mac Jones to a contract extension as soon as he's eligible for one after the season? Because remember, players aren't eligible to sign contract extensions until after their third season's are finished. We've seen Patrick Mahomes get the bag immediately after his third year. Joe Burrow seems like he's going to be getting his here soon. Jamar Chase has been kind of hinting at it. it. It's coming. It's it's coming soon, and it's probably going to be big. Mac Jones felt like someone who could at least be in that discussion. Not saying he's going to get half a million dollar, half a billion, like Patrick Mahomes did or anything like that. But he felt like someone who could have been trending towards that kind of get an extension after your third year, we'll go ahead and lock you up, all that good stuff, if he built on his strong rookie year as a sophomore. Obviously, that did not happen. And for a variety of reasons, not all of them were Mac Jones's fault, of course. We've been through this. They really screwed Mac Jones with the coaching arrangement that they had with Matt Patricia and Joe Judge. They were not the right people to coach him. And they really just set him up to fail. And then, of course, you also bring in the fact that in addition to setting him up from from a coaching standpoint to fail, they also didn't add a whole lot personnel-wise around him. And the limitations of that offense to overcome some of the poor coaching were on display as well. So on one hand, you could say, look, let's go ahead and table all this talk about extensions and what have you. We're, we're not even close to that. I mean, I, some people just want to throw Mac Jones off a cliff altogether. Like, forget it. 
after getting our hopes up for that whole second year leap, like you, you laid an egg. So we're just, we just want to move on. We're done with you. It's over. I think that's a little bit too dramatic. At the same time, one could see a situation where, you know, maybe they are going to table this for now and just worry about the here and now, get Mac Jones on track. But Dimitrov said something that was very interesting to me and something that I brought up back last year when we were talking about this. It's really never too early for teams to think about extending quarterbacks, even when you're not 100% sure about them. The, the process of thinking about whether or not you want to extend a guy, I feel it probably begins just about immediately. And he told Curran, we talk about it every single day in NFL offices. This is a quote from him. Whether, you, whether you're not you have a number one quarterback or whether you don't or whether you're thinking about trying to get someone behind your number one quarterback we're always talking about it which leads me to believe look this isn't like oh yeah as a rookie they're thinking to themselves well we're, we're not even going to think about extending mac jones right now or or whether or not he's the guy right now of course they're thinking about it you have to i mean that is such a hefty price tag if indeed he is that guy that you have to think about whether or not you are willing to make that investment. And again, I would I would have assumed that those were discussions that were happening going into year two. Obviously, those look a lot different now than than they did before because you now you, you don't know. Okay, is was that all Mac Jones's fault? Was that the coaching staff's fault? I think that. They definitely took a lot of steps to remedy the coaching, bringing in Bill O'Brien, bringing in an actual offensive line coach in Adrian Clem, to where you think they're like, okay, I, we think that a good bit of it was the coaching. So we'll, we'll see what they think about Mac Jones at the end of this year. The thing is, they also have to upgrade the personnel around Mac Jones. You can't just bring Bill O'Brien in and then, okay, we're good and call it a day. No, they've got to upgrade personnel. They have $28 million of effective cap space. They have a little bit more in you know, actual cap space, like $32 million, but some of that's going to go to the rookie class. So effective cap space, they've got about $28 million to play with. They've got a bunch of draft picks with the potential for more if they get more compensatory picks. They're going to have chances to, to upgrade. Now, if Jones does take a step forward, and establish himself as like a fringe top 10 guy, gets back to playing that style that Bill Belichick wants, doesn't make mistakes, is able to help you move the team forward in key moments. What if they did decide to do it? What if they did decide to extend Mac Jones after his third year, just be like, okay, fine, let's go ahead and do it. And what would that look like? I heard on WEEI on uh, the afternoon show, people were Floating the idea of Jones, of Mac Jones getting like 35 to 37 million. And that's around the price tag. It sounds like somebody like New York's Daniel Jones could get. Those are the rumors floating around after he surged in his fourth year, kind of going into a bit of a lame duck year, so to speak. And let's say Jones, Mac Jones, were to get that price tag per year, like 35 to 37 million, that's a crazy amount of money. Like, would the Patriots be screwed if they gave him that much? They would have to be, right? Not necessarily. Let's assume the salary cap jumps up as much as the experts are projecting in 2024. Now, 
For example, this past year, the projection for the salary cap coming into 2023 was 225 million, ended up being 224.8, so almost right on the nose. So next year, over the cap is projecting it to be about 256, 256 million. If it's anywhere near that, then 35 million is only going to it's going to be a drop in the bucket. It's only going to be about 7 to 8% of the salary cap. That's like nothing compared to what the top quarterbacks are getting paid. It's nothing. You could even say 35 million might be the going rate for a mid quarterback under those conditions. Like maybe that's going to be your fifth year option at some point, 30 mil for a quarterback. Jones might fit that description. Now you could argue that if you like Mac Jones enough, and again, you go back to some of the things that were saying about him in the first place, this idea that Robert Kraft was saying, we have the two most important things in football coming out of 2021, a great coach and a great quarterback. I think they thought they had their guy. And I talked to people in the Patriots organization at the combine that said, yeah, we think we've got our guy. And if they come out of 2023 thinking that, that they feel like he's that dude, that at least for them anyway, that he's the dude for them, then you could argue that extending him early might be a good idea. You keep his price tag at a bargain. Yeah, you go ahead and is 30, 30 or 35 million a year or what have you. Oh my God, and so much money. But if the salary cap does jump, that's a bargain. That's that's dollar store shopping. It's crazy. And then you get to keep on building a good team around him. Make sure that you can, and you could also make it so that you can get out of that deal in three years or, or whatever it is. If you want to, you know, it's not like you have to, if you sign into a five-year deal, look, signing Mac Jones to a five-year extension, it is all hypothetical, right? Doesn't mean you keep him for all five years. Usually only three of those years are like fully guaranteed. And then years four and five, you could get out of that or you could trade him or, or what, what have you. So you got to look at the fine details of, of such contracts. So you could make the argument that you can absolutely do that. It would make sense for your team. And then you can get, like you said, you get out of it later. Now, again, let's not get ahead of ourselves. We were having these discussions last year and we're further away from actually, in my opinion, extending Mac Jones after what happened in 2022. Like we're not near that, right? Like actually giving him that money. I'm certainly not interested in that right now. Jones has to deliver. It's, it's really plain and simple. He's got to make it worth it. And maybe the Patriots won't be any in any rush to pay him, period. There's an argument for, and again, this, this is me thinking along the Belichick side of things. How long does Bill Belichick have left? You could say, look, Bill Belichick has 19 wins left to get in order to become the winningest head coach of all time. The Patriots... I think floor with their current arrangement is probably is probably eight wins or seven wins at the lowest. I would say seven wins at the lowest. And then they had 10 wins in 2021. Now you could say maybe if you upgrade the roster, you can push that that ceiling up just a little bit more. But there's a solid chance that within two years, Bill Belichick has that wins record and maybe he's done. Maybe, maybe he doesn't want to stay forever. Or maybe he he has three years and then that's it. I mean, you got to think about it, right? He's going to be you know, 70, what, 74, 
four or something like that in three years, 73, 74 years old. This is, he's coming up on the end. And so maybe you could say to yourself, if three years is all Belichick is going to do, we don't know that for sure. Obviously, this is all spitballing. But you could say that's all the control we have with Mac Jones unless we get him with an extension. So what if they were to say, you know what, Bill, write it out with Mac or, you know, Mac, write it out with Bill, whichever whichever way you choose. Maybe it's both and pick up Mac Jones's fifth year option. Keep him cheap for, for those couple of years. Pick up his fifth year option. And then you make a decision on Mac Jones after that. Do you want to extend him? Do you want to let him hit the open market? Because the thing is, fifth-year options are what's still in the teens, maybe in the 20s for quarterbacks, something like that. So it's not going to be super expensive, especially not relative to what we think the salary cap could be. It's going to be it's still going to be cheap, technically, just not dirt cheap, right? Not like rookie contract, absolutely dirt cheap. But the thing is, you could do that. You could write it out, just go with the fifth-year option, don't extend them to the big money, and just say, you know what, let's see what we can do within five years. And then after that, maybe you're moving on and starting fresh from the beginning. New GM, new head coach, new quarterback, and just wipe the slate completely clean. That said, if you think he's worth it, New, new England can give Jones a good-sized payday without breaking the bank. And... You know, I, I don't think they were ever going to give him crazy QB money anyway. I don't know that he's the kind of quarterback you would do that for. And I also just don't think the Patriots are about that, right? You've heard in the past them say you, you don't want to give the quarterback like 20% of the salary cap. You want to keep it under that, like in that 17 to 18% range at the most. And if they did that, then no, he's not going to reset the QB market. It's never going to happen. As long as he's okay with that, they could probably make it work. And maybe you could actually see Mac Jones get a second contract with this team, which would make him what the first first rounder, if that were to happen, because I'm assuming Isaiah Wynn is not about to get paid by this team. That would make Mac Jones, if he were to get a second contract with the team, the first first round pick to get a second deal since Dante Hightower. And that dude was drafted back in 2012. We'll have to see how that goes. Anyways. That's all for this one. I'm Kyrie Thompson. This has been First in Foxborough. Make sure you're downloading, subscribing, streaming on the free Odyssey app wherever you get your podcasts. Until next time.